In our previous encounter on our weekly motivation, we established and confirmed that learning never stops. Author of motivational books and life coach Ebenezer A.B. Mamabolo joins me now in studio to talk about how to learn. And this is the second edition of a series that we started last week. You can join us in this conversation. Our WhatsApp text line is 079-295-1212. Our SMS line is 47861. That's 47861. Start each SMS with the short code. EFM and each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. Also, this is how you can give us a call as we continue with this conversation. Mr. Mamabulo, good evening and welcome. Ah, good evening and thank you for having me. Are you well? I'm very well. How have you been? I'm well. I noticed in preparation for tonight's discussion that we're obviously in September. September mm-hmm. is Heritage Month in South Africa. Mm-hmm. And in, it's in Heritage Month that people obviously start showing how proud they are of the cultures, of the languages, of the traditional food mm-hmm. and all of that. There's always to learn in something to learn during this time. Yes. And on a continuous basis. Have you been maybe learning anything particularly within the realm of our heritage? Yes, I've been. You know, ever since the lockdown has had started, I've been studying the history of Africa. Okay. Where we as Africans come from, what are our cultures, and all of those things. Yeah, I've been definitely learning a lot about our cultures. And I'm sure as we proceed with the series, someday you can share some of the lessons Yes, with yes, yes, okay. I'll definitely do that. Right. We spoke about what one can do to learn effectively. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe let's just refresh our minds briefly to say what exactly did you say in that particular regard? Because I remember very well that I said when one knows what to do, then it's important for us to set a separate day where we can then start talking about what actually stops you from doing that, which you've just learned that you can do to learn effectively. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Yeah, you know, in the previous previous, uh, episode that we had, we said that, you know, we must not get to a point where we let our certification interfere with our education. And we establish the fact that just because you and I might be advancing in our careers of with, or we've, uh, we've, we are done with maybe our certification, that is not the end of the learning process. There is still more to learn that we need to learn. And I even shared a quote, a quote which said that the illiterate of this century will not be those who cannot read or write, but the illiterate of this century will be those who cannot learn and learn and relearn. Now, in this series, what we are trying to do is to share what are some of the things that we need to learn that will help us to advance in our careers, that will help us to advance in our dreams and in the pursuit of our purpose, what we need to unlearn and also what we need to relearn. And, you know, I, I'm reminded of the way I've been learning myself. You know, a lot of people tend to ask me, Mr. Mabulo, why do you know so many, so many subjects? deeply and I always tell them that I never let my worldview or the way I was raised and the worldview that I was given I never let that interfere with my education because what I know or what I was taught perhaps maybe because I come from a religious background I used to see the world only in the lens of a religious background and if anything that was happening was not in relation to that particular religious worldview that I had, I would dis- I would disqualify it. I would even uh, despise it. But as I grew, I learned that no, in my learning, let me not let my, my religious background, let me not let any previous indoctrinations or misinformation get end up interfering with my education. So in this series, we are talking about holistically educating and learning. 
let's now talk about what stops people from learning effectively. There are three things that have identified that stop us from learning. The first thing would be the beliefs that you and I have about learning. You know, where we are today, we've got some beliefs that some of the beliefs we might have had gotten them from our teachers, some of the beliefs we might have had even gotten from our communities. The first belief that we have is that some we, we tend to think that, you know what, I'm not smart enough or I'm not intelligent enough. And as I was busy studying neurology, uh, one, one, one researcher talks about the fact that there is, no, there is no fixed gene that would disqualify you and I from learning. There's no such a thing called as intelligence and it's actually fixed, meaning that you and I cannot improve our brains, you and I cannot learn. But, but when we talk about neuroplasticity, it's where you and I, with the frequency of use, the way we will be using our brain, we end up changing the structure of our brain, meaning that you and I have got the potential to learn infinitely. Even if maybe in high school you were not performing well academically, you need to discover your mode of learning. Which way are you going to be learning effectively? Another one would be Sometimes we tend to tell ourselves that, you know, these things are too complicated for my brain. I never did uh, the, maybe these complicated studies or what, what. Yeah. You know, when, when, you, when you've got that mindset or that mentality, you end up becoming your own limits. And I'm reminded of even when I was in high school, you know, when we were in grade eight, we used to pass mathematics and we would take totals and get these top marks. But at one point, we had this teacher in our grade nine and she had a horrible, horrible attitude. She told us of how insignificant we were, how complicated mathematics would be for us, how, how dumb and stupid we would be that we wouldn't even grasp what mathematics is about. And because of what she said, because of that attitude she instilled with us, we ended up hating mathematics. And sooner or later, after the first test, we started failing then we even started getting 10s, 15s. And we, we kept on hating mathematics because of that belief that the teacher had given us. But as we kept on growing, as we kept on advancing in our grades, meeting better teachers who knew, who instilled the love in us for that mathematics, we ended up even changing from failing mathematics to even passing mathematics. So make sure that don't let the beliefs that other people might share with you don't 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 adapt beliefs that would become limits for you and your learning another one would be even the issue of i am a slow learner there's no such a thing as a slow learner if you can learn to play or to use your phone very fast then it means that you can also learn any subject in the very same pace you can learn whatever subject you want in whatever pace the, the key is you need to learn what's the best way for you to learn don't disqualify yourself based on the fact that maybe you were not numerically gifted or you couldn't uh, you were not taught uh, by a holistic teacher who taught you how to solve mathematics don't disqualify yourself there, there are techniques that you could you could use to learn another belief that we would have these are the beliefs that we get from other people you could even end up saying that you know what they said that i'm too stupid then it means that my brain is broken you know when, when you've got that belief it 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 it, 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 it prohibits you from even learning effectively. Another one would be no one has ever passed or succeeded in this particular field. You know, when we grow up, we heard of people, uh, or we heard of subjects. Some would tell us that, no, you can't do physics. Physics is, is too difficult or mathematics or accounting or whatever subject that you might come up with. So make sure don't let anyone give you beliefs that would end up limiting you and your learning. The third option would be now in our learning, we need to, to, to realize that 
Learning is not only for for gifted people. All of us are gifted with the capability to learn. All of us have got a brain that's continually evolving. How our brain evolves, it's our choice. I can intentionally choose to say that I am going to develop my brain in this area by studying this particular subject. I am going to develop my brain by doing one, two, three, four, five. So there is no limit to how far you can go in your learning. You can learn as much as you want. Another one would be there is not there's nothing as you and I are not supposed to know this or you and I are not supposed to this. you know there are, there's no subject that it's only reserved for a specific kind of people there's no subject that we say no this subject maybe it's only for the rich or this subject is only for uh-uh. any subject that you desire as long as you put in the effort as long as you commit yourself to learning that particular subject there is no limit to what you and I can learn there's a message here, and the message starts with laughing emojis on our WhatsApp line 079-295-1212. And I'm sharing this message because it talks exactly to what you've just said now about the effects of being told something and getting to a point where you believe that which, you, which you've been told about yourself and your capabilities <laughs> and how it then affects how you perform in learning any area of life. Yes. This message says, AB, Mets Wapar. I used to get... Two and zeros. Your thoughts? I, I would say I, I disagree with that. It's it's up to your attitude. I remember, you know, when I was I don't I'm not, I'm not sure of the grid, but there used to be a time when when we would come back from school, my mother would sit us down and say, guys, he would she would call my sister and I and say, take out your books and let me see how you've been performing. And I remember this one time she would take uh, she took out all of our books and said, now let me see let me see all of your books. Then we took out our books. Then my sister uh, took out her math book and she had failed some 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 of the activities that she was given in class. Then my mother sat us down and said, my children, no 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 this. These things are not difficult. I'm going to teach you how do you learn these things. Then she said, no, go and fetch some stones outside. Go and fetch some sticks. Then she started teaching us how do we count? How do we multiply? So, and it was from then that I learned my mathematics and I ended up falling in love with mathematics. So it does not matter what you were told. If you are, Now, I, I could ask you, what is one rent plus one rent? You would tell me that's two rand. If I asked you what's two rand plus three rand, you would tell me that's five rand. Now that means that math is not difficult because you know you know that if I take one uh, one opera, one one number and add it to another. Now the, the trick would be now what what other ways can you learn to to your particular learning style? You could learn math. It does not matter if you had gotten zero. There's even this one this one lady I like very much. Her name I just forgot her name, but she used to fail mathematics and she felt mathematics so bad. So one day while she was studying mathematics, she got introduced to tutors you know when you're going to to university and colleges you get introduced to tutors now because she had brilliant tutors they taught her how to learn and because she has been failing math in her high school and even in in her first day in college but after she met those particular people who taught her how to learn using techniques that would make her learn effectively she ended up even getting a phd in mathematics she ended up even becoming a, a rocket scientist now how could someone who has been get who has been failing mathematics getting zeros ended up becoming a rocket scientist that means it's possible for you and I. there's no subject or there's no difficulty in mathematics what you and i need to do is to change our attitude and the way we see mathematics and now we'll continue to really say that it's not just about particular subjects no, that no, no. Yes. are taught in formal schooling and that it's really about tackling life and adulting if one was to put it in that particular yes, regard yes, yes, yes. 
I'm hoping that after the break, we can talk about what one can and should learn, the areas that one should be really developing an interest in. Because I had an interesting conversation today mm-hmm. with the co-host of the Energy Drive, Rochelle. Okay. She was talking about how she feels it's really important for people, particularly at you know institutions of higher learning, to choose fields that they're passionate about Mm -hmm. because when you learn about these things it doesn't feel like it's actual work it starts feeling like it's something that you really love that you want to do and you don't even feel like it's an assignment that I must do and I must not think about how many marks I'm going to get and all of that so (laughs) I'm sure when you talk to us about the issues of what to learn and what one should really be developing an interest in it will help with issues of of what that listener was talking about to say that maths is difficult yes we are in the second part of the series that we started last week here on motivation wednesdays as we talk about how to learn you can join in the conversation our whatsapp text line is 0792951212 0792951212 our sms line is 47 861, that's 47861. Start each SMS with the short code EFM and each SMS is charged at 1 Rand 50. This is how you can give us a call as we continue with this conversation after the break. Have your say. Call us now on 015-151-1058. The time is 20 minutes past 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. We are in the middle of our weekly motivation with AB Mamabolo. We're talking about how to learn. And we had quite a heated, I must say, sort of submission before we went to the break um, in, in the form of the example that was given about the attitude that it seems a lot of people have towards the subject, particularly of mathematics. And we, we had to keep reiterating to say the bigger picture here is how to learn in general as an individual. But something that really came from that message by John, Mr. Mamabulo, was the issue of saying that there's challenges of attitudes, there's challenges of shortcomings of people and so forth particularly on the subject of mathematics, though we understand that we're just talking about how to really be a continuous learner of Mm -hmm. life or a student of life. So John joins us on the line now, and we would like for him to really just expand further on what he said. John, good evening and welcome. Hello, Rebecca and Abby, how are you? Well, thank you, John. So why are you so in disagreement with what Mr. Mamabulo has said about learning maths as an example? Uh... What I was trying to say was that, uh, uh, in actual fact, an attitude uh, to, uh, to a certain thing. So now I'll put it in as now I had an attitude towards math and accounting. So and as time goes on, I realized that if I continue having this kind of attitude towards this uh, certain subject, it's a problem as time goes on in time. And remember, one attitude, only the attitude towards a certain subject, but towards a certain teacher, the person that's a very same subject. Okay. So, I, yes, I decided to know, for me, one of the people give this attitude, rather stay focused on that attitude, I am going to move away, and it's all my pride to focus on my studies, but... Yeah, it helped me a lot. Eventually, yeah, I, I managed, I managed. And, oh, yeah. so a change of attitude helped you? Yeah, a change of attitude helped me. 
And uh, mind you, I, I left the meds when I was going to my to grade ten, and I, I completed my grade twelve with accounting, but without meds. No, so, okay. Yes. All right. Thank you so yes. much, John, for getting in touch. What John okay, just great, said thanks. now about the importance of an attitude because now we're expanding the discussion we want to really talk about what one should learn mm-hmm. in their lifetime because we're trying to cultivate a culture of students of life right yes 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 bearing that in mind the issue of an attitude you think of a subject like spirituality mm-hmm. you think of finances you find that some people just say i struggle with money but i i don't know if i'll ever really understand it yes what should one be learning like we had said you know attitude is the root of it all if you have a negative attitude and belief towards a particular uh, field of study it ends up becoming a limit for you learning now i've discovered that there are some there are some areas that we need to learn and this are subjects that i have found that a lot of people have got problems because of the attitude that we have towards them and an example number one would be history you know when we are studying about our history it tells us of who we are and where we come from now irrespective of whatever beliefs you might have irrespective of whatever religious background you might have you need to know your history when you can know sometimes even these days when you are very sick and you you are going to consult uh, sometimes they ask you what's the history of your family do you have this type of sickness that has been prevalent in your family now because you and i would have studied our history and our family history you know that no my grandma oh then ah oh no back a few generations before my father or my great grandfather would have had this problem another area we tend to shy away even from studying ourselves you know you, we we need to study ourselves because when we study ourselves we get to master ourselves you, you get to a point where you know that no i as rebecca I am capable of doing one, two, three, four, five. Yes, I might have had attitudes towards this and that in my life, but now I'm going to change the attitude that I have. Another area would be even money. You know, we we tend to shy away from learning about money because we tend to think that the subject of money is only for the rich or it's only for a, a specific kind of race. It does not matter who you are. It does not matter how much you have. Studying about money helps you and I to be able to provide ourselves. If you and I can manage our money well, it does. When you are studying. Money, it does not necessarily mean that you have to be an entrepreneur or study your own company but you need to learn how do you manage your money effectively okay. Another- i'm going to ask you to just hold that thought we've spoken about money we've spoken about knowing ourselves we've spoken about history we have a call now let's talk to emmanuel ramavare from chiswenda village good evening emmanuel and welcome evening how are you rebecca Well thank you Emmanuel you're in such a loud place please move a bit so we can be able to hear each other Can you hear me now Yes much better yes what would you like to say yeah. Uh my point of view I understand what he's talking about my point of view is uh we as students we sometimes we have presupposition on on on, on our subject or modules mm. uh regarding uh maybe some people are saying you can't pass this module mm. uh this module is too hard so we we face it on a negative way of saying uh, i can't pass it already i can't really do it and on the other way teachers it might be high school 
tertiary, especially high school. You find that uh, they are just teaching for the sake of supporting their families. Sort of that. It's not like a calling. If you can look way back, teachers were they do it from from hearts. They know how to bring uh, bring good from a, a learner to bring best from me. You see, you can as a teacher like a parent, you can see that uh, there is a lack of something in this kid. Maybe uh, I can't catch up uh, in a fast way. So you can have a spare time for me or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. So, but you can see they're just doing it for money mm. uh, and then pass on. Yeah. That's what I see. Okay. Emmanuel, thank you so much for getting in touch. Thanks. Mm. I wonder if the the two points from Emmanuel and John particularly, because they, they talk about the issues of an attitude from the part of the student, mm-hmm. but also to say that sometimes there isn't a lot of investment from the other party that is expected yes. to teach. Yes. I'm noticing that we're running out of time, but I'm quite glad that this is a series. It's mm-hmm. a continued basis, continued basis. So we're going to continue learning. Yes. Because you had already touched on the three areas. I'm going to ask that we, we just really wrap up with the, re- the rest of the areas that we were remaining quite okay. briefly. But as we do that, then you must also just wrap that particular issue around to say, in real life terms, the student will already know that that is the individual who plays the role of the teacher and how much should the student be expecting from the teacher and how much should the student invest in the work? I don't know if we'll be able to do that quite briefly, but let's see how far we can go. You know, I like what one of my teachers used to say to us. He would say to us that, you know, the lecturer or the examiner has already given you a total, has given you the complete amount of marks. You and I are the ones to choose how much out of the grand total of the marks that we have been given. Now, in the same way, in our learning, you know, it does not matter whether the teacher has got a negative attitude towards you, towards the particular subject. It ends up becoming your, so make it your own personal responsibility to learn what you need to learn. Now, the benefit of today is that we've got lots of teachers around the world. If your teacher of a particular subject might have an attitude towards you, might have an attitude towards the subject. Go online and find a teacher who would be teaching you something that they love. If you hate mechanics or whatever subject, go online, whether it's on the other online universities or even on on our favorite university, YouTube. You'll go there and you'll find someone who teaches a particular subject in a loving and grateful way. I remember the, the my favorite my favorite learning learning uh, learning platinum. Pl- I mean, learning facility, it's Khan Academy. No, that that guy teaches uh, my favorite subject, sciences and mathematics, very well. Now, when I found that I wasn't learning my subject well at, at, in class, I went to him and he was the one who taught me. So, irrespective of how the teacher might have an attitude, how whoever might have an attitude, whether they are teaching you or they're trying to make you learn a particular subject, make sure that don't let their attitude end up becoming your own attitude. Accept them, appreciate them as your teacher, appreciate them as your lecturer or whatever they are to you or the relationship that they have with you but don't let the negative beliefs that they have towards that particular subject and towards you learning and improving your life get in the way of you learning okay so in our next edition of the series of how to learn you will tell us about what to unlearn what to relearn i keep giving you these points 
so that we, we, we do we make it as inclusive as possible, right? Because I think by now we've established that there's a lot to learn, but as you learn there's a lot that must be shared off. Mm-hmm. You can't yes, continue yes. to to really take it all in because you spoke about biases earlier to say that there's certain things that one really has to do away with. Yes, but yes. we'll get deeper into that particularly next week. Kindly share with us our quote of the week. The quote of the week comes from Henry David Thoreau and he said that if one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live a life which he has imagined, he will meet with success at unexpected and uncommon hours. Mm. One question, no, a comment actually. It also says here, he's telling the truth. I like his passion. I once taught maths at UNISA and uh, my student can got a distinction at the end of the year it depends on who's teaching it this math subject it's, you can talk about it alone it, yes. even if you it, you can just you can talk about it alone maybe we'll, we'll consider it someday show your contact details with us please hey, my contact details when you are booking me as a coach and as a speaker contact me on 071-639-7807 and for following me on all of the social medias just search for Ebenezer Mawabula Mr. Mabulo life coach and author of motivational books our next appointment is next week thank you for talking to me tonight ah, it's always a pleasure that is our time on conversations coming up next is matimo manaka a big thank you goes to the show's content producer mamimo rashwa our technical producer emmanuel Quinda, and to you for always listening and interacting with us i am rebecca pala enjoy the rest of your evening and stay safe